Hey there, I'm Dr. Jedediah Blinn. Let's take a quick time out to think about teaching. How well are our graduate students? A major part of academics' lives includes the mentorship, teaching, and advising of graduate students. This mentoring relationship takes much time, energy, and focus, especially at the doctoral level. The success of a doctoral student can greatly enhance the career of their advisor, and hopefully the relationship can also bring much satisfaction to their work lives. However, it is really hard to earn a graduate degree, and it is very difficult to have a highly successful and productive academic career. And so the stress of these pressures can bring a lot of strife. Across the topics and tactics I have selected for these teaching timeout moments, one central theme seems to be rising. And that is the importance of intentional relationship building between instructor and students. And so for this episode, I want to more explicitly focus on the relationship between graduate students and their advisors by first thinking about the graduate student experience and their well-being. Dr. Teresa Evans and her colleagues published a short research article in Nature Biotechnology in 2018 providing evidence that the degree of mental health concerns amongst graduate students may indeed qualify as a crisis. Over 2,000 graduate students responded to their survey from a variety of disciplines, most of them PhD students. The summation of their sample indicates that graduate students were six times as likely or more to experience anxiety or depression compared to the general population. More than half of the respondents uh, to their survey indicated that they did not believe they had a good work-life balance, nor did they believe they received real mentorship from their advisor. One conclusion Dr. Evans and her team provided was, quote, these data indicate that strong, supportive, and positive mentoring relationships between graduate students and their advisors correlate significantly with less anxiety and depression, end quote. A team of scholars from McGill University in Oxford organized a systematic and comprehensive review of the literature on which factors influence the experience of doctoral students. These researchers categorized the influencing factors as external or internal. Among the external factors included the supervision they received from their advisors and mentors. This includes the type of support and guidance that the doctoral students received from their advisor, as well as how they were paired with an advisor and the nature of that relationship. One curious finding here shared is that graduate students who are able to select or identify their own mentor as opposed to being matched to a faculty advisor by the department or program were six times less likely to drop out or not complete the degree. Additionally, this review highlighted that graduate student supervisors greatly contributed to these students' sense of belonging and satisfaction with the degree in research. This relationship doesn't have to become burdensome, nor does the faculty need to be constantly available and always cheery. More studies in this review found that simply adhering to the expectations of research mentorship from their institution, assisting students to develop an independent line of work, and being responsive in times of need helped students with their satisfaction and trajectory towards successfully completing the degree. Effectively, a little support consistently applied goes a long way. Some of the internal factors that these scholars found in the literature point to the student's motivation and writing ability, along with the student's ability to discern and develop an academic identity that doesn't impact their total sense of self-worth too much. Again, mentors can help with this. 
First, when and where possible in that matching process, mentors should assess and try to understand what is motivating the applicant and what part of the writing process they will need the most guidance on. Studies here showed that rejection around writing, especially early in the graduate program, can significantly impact self-worth. Beyond these screening procedures, it seems paramount that faculty mentors provide assistance with establishing an academic identity, especially if the doctoral student aims to join the academic community. This academic identity should be one that is independent from but supported by the mentor. They should assist their students to understand how the career and discipline operates. Again, to me, this all comes down to the energy and direction the mentor and teacher take in working with the graduate student. In addition to setting aside time to work and develop skills as a researcher, are those skills being contextualized to the field of study in the scientific community? As well, how are those skills aligned with the types of jobs the student may seek? Helping students to see the value they play in advancing the work of the lab and the research team, as well as monitoring and reflecting on progress annually, can help broaden the view away from moments of failure and rejection to see the larger process both the mentor and student have embarked upon together. The academic community knows well the patience that is required to persist through the stress and pressure. I think it is important to equip graduate students with this knowledge and model as effectively as possible how to navigate the academy and their disciplinary communities. It may also be necessary to help connect advisees with many mentors who can provide alternative models, alternative perspectives, and alternative approaches to work. This can strengthen their support network, enhance their sense of belonging in a large academic or scientific community, and provide relief when the mentor just isn't quite sure how to be the most helpful in times of greater need. There are a couple of short reads that I try to get to at least once a year, and I always share these with my graduate student advisees. Each time I revisit these, I learn something new. I see a piece of advice from a new lens, or at the very least remember I'm not the only one who feels stressed or unqualified or alone in my ability to persist or not. I feel seen when I read these. One of those annual reads comes from a research brief posted by Dr. Zeicher of Boise State University titled, The Long, Lonely Job of Homo Academicus. In his study of how faculty allocate their time, it was quite clear that most of our time working is time spent alone, despite the number of meetings and classrooms we are seen in. Many work well beyond the conventional 40-hour work week, too. And though it's not for everyone, a lot of us really like this weird world of lonely, high-pressure work. Talking about this and framing it honestly can help graduate students see how they may or may not like being among the homo academicus community. As well, investing in the mentorship of graduate students can help accomplish not only increased productivity and bring about new ways to view one's field of study, but can provide collegial companionship and a sense of worth in developing the next generation of scientists, teachers, and academics. Our graduate students deserve this intentional investment in the relationship, just as we deserved it during our own advanced studies. We want to know what you've been thinking about on your own timeouts or reflections away from teaching. What questions do you have? What are you curious about? 
or what's working really well for you, send me an email at jed at utk.edu. That's J-E-D at utk.edu. Thanks for taking a quick time out with me to think about our teaching practice. Check out the episode description for supporting information from this episode.